Hello, beautiful souls. It's Kimberly, Virginia, your host of the Soulful Motherhood by Design podcast, where we go deep on all things motherhood. I'm a certified positive discipline parent educator, accredited life coach, human design specialist, and mother of two precious kiddos. Through inspiring conversations, I'll guide you on this soulful motherhood journey and help you to create peace in your home and your heart, raise kind and loving humans, all while living your soul's purpose. So let's get started. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. It's Kimberly, Virginia, your host of the Soulful Motherhood by Design podcast. Welcome back. Happy October. How you guys doing? I will tell you, I'm I'm doing great. I I just had a really wonderful day, and now I'm here with you getting to record another episode. This is my 21st episode. I can hardly believe it. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to just continue to bring you guys content, and specifically during this magical month of October. If you didn't listen to my podcast last week, I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. It's a really fun one. It's just all about October and the magic that we get to experience during fall. It is not lost on me, though. I just have to say that there's some pretty intense world events going on right now. And I I have a heavy heart really this week and and even now recording the episode. And I I thought a lot about, okay, can I can I even record this week? Can I, I talk about what I was going to talk about? And I thought, you know what? Yes, I will because this is a little window of light that you can all experience while some heaviness is going on. And just trust that I do I do care. I do know about it. I'm holding everybody so deeply in my heart, doing everything I can from my little corner of the world to spread joy and love and light to make the world a better place. So I just, I couldn't record this episode without at least acknowledging that. So here I am today coming to you to talk a little bit about this upcoming celestial event that we will have this coming Saturday, October 14th, 2023 at 10 AM Pacific standard time, the solar eclipse in Libra. Now I'm not an astrologer, but as you all know from listening and from following me in this community, I closely follow and study celestial and cosmic events, mainly because I've noticed over the years that I've gotten, you know, down the path of self-discovery for me and for my children is that these greatly impact me personally and they really, really affect my children. So following the the lunar cycles and any major events within the cosmos has helped me to navigate the emotions and the mood and the vibration and dynamic within our family. Having Knowledge about all of our human designs certainly helps as well, because as you might guess, there's a lot of congruent themes within astrology and human design transits. For those of you who might not know what that means, transits are when things are changing in the cosmos and um, in the I Ching and, and the gate of changes and, and our centers and what's being activated within our gates. Those are the transits and there's themes within them. 
what I like to do is really follow those for myself and pinpoint things like, oh gosh, this happened this last time this transit was going on. And this last time that there was this happening in, in the cosmos, this might be a theme for me again. So it does take some commitment and some inner um, inner work and inner dialogue and, and really recording things. That's also what I offer for my clients. If you're like, I, there's no way I could be doing all of that in my life. Uh, that's what I do for my clients. I do composite charts for them and their families so that they understand the interplay between their chart and their family's charts. And then what's being activated within the cosmos and the transits. And what I want to talk about today is a little bit about what you might expect this weekend or leading up to or after and into eclipse season with your children. And some of you might even just want to listen to this for yourselves because for many people, eclipses symbolize a bridge between the ordinary and the extraordinary. It's really a moment where mundane, you know, day-to-day life and the mundane world really touches this realm of the divine. It's a reminder, you know, of our place in the universe and the interconnectedness of all of life. And that, that isn't lost on people. So today I'm going to talk a little bit more about the significance of this particular eclipse and cosmic events and their effects on us and our kiddos in general tips for how you can support, you know, any heightened emotions within yourself and your children, but also as a family, as a family dynamic. So let's start just diving into a few things, you know, what is an eclipse? Why is it so rare? Um, And, you know, historically and culturally, what's the significance of this? I'm not going to go super in depth because I could probably talk for hours and hours and hours on that. What you can do is follow some astrologers, one of which who has been on the show, Ashley Tracy. She's fantastic. She posts daily about, you know, the moon phases and what's happening. So you can get a little tip for your day. I'll link her in the show notes. She also has an episode. I believe it's, you know, episode, I think seven or eight. Her name's in the title. So if you can go back, you can listen to some of what she has to say about astrology. She's also going to be making an appearance um, at the end of October, I believe, with us here to talk more about, you know, Halloween and all of that fun stuff. So anyway, uh, if you want to follow more closely, um, historically and culturally significances of astrology specifically, like I, I'll, I'll link some astrologers there for you. We'll do a brief overview. Then also, how can it influence our lives, especially those of our children? So to start with, what is a solar eclipse? A solar eclipse is, you know, really a phenomenon that occurs when the moon passes between earth and the sun and it temporarily blocks the sun's light from reaching earth, our planet. And the alignment creates, you know, a mesmerizing event where the daytime sky darkens and the moon casts its shadow on earth. And I want to read a little bit specifically from Chani, who you all know, I, I know and love her. Uh, Channing Nicholas, I'll link her in the show notes. She wrote about this specific solar eclipse in Libra on October 14th. I'm going to read a highlight from her. So this eclipse will highlight our relationships and the interpersonal dynamics that we're ready to shed or shift, letting go of connections that no longer serve us and transforming old styles of relating 
is what creates room for us to build bonds that honor our true desires, passions, and strengths, after all. But, as it's always the case with eclipses, easy does it. Resting up, laying low, and allowing the cosmos to work its mysterious magic will be the best protocol for welcoming in healing catharsis and closure. Hmm. That, I felt that. I felt that. And she goes on to share more about the interconnectedness of several different eclipses and how they're all connected. And this one, this weekend, how it will carry into a theme all the way into 2025. I have personally felt this in the last three weeks leading up to this event. I'm a Libra rising. I really resonate with my rising sign. So for any of you Libra risings out there, this is going to be pretty potent. And for me personally, I'm going to lay low. I'm going to really, really take it easy this weekend because I don't need any surprises popping up beyond what's already going to be happening. So take um, take what you like and leave the rest from that. Follow that article. It's linked in the show notes. She goes into much more detail and then also carries you, you know, into the trail of your own sign, your sun sign, your rising sign, and you can find which one resonates most for you so that you can really prepare yourself mentally for, you know, what's it going to be like for you as a weather forecast? What can you look to? What are some things that you can do to support yourself emotionally and physically during a time like this? Now, the rarity of a solar eclipse really adds to the mystery of it. You know, solar eclipses are indeed a pretty rare spectacle in the cosmic calendar. You know, while the moon orbits the earth and occasionally lines up with the sun, the perfect alignment required for a solar eclipse is is pretty infrequent. And it's really the rarity that adds to a lot of the mystique and wonder around this event. You know, historically and culturally, um, solar eclipses have held pretty profound significance in cultures around the world. They've been seen as omens, symbols of change, and events that bridge, you know, the extraordinary and the ordinary together. Uh, Eclipses often find their way into lots of legends, myths, folklore, and really embody a sense of magic and transformation. And personally, I like to really feel into, you know, what am I experiencing during this time? What transformation am I seeing come through? Because for so many centuries, for eclipses to really be woven into stories and myths and everything I just mentioned, it's pretty pretty likely that a lot of other people were experienced transformation as well. So I like to tune into my own feelings and thoughts and sensations that are happening and just pay attention to it. Just notice you don't necessarily need to do anything with it. Although towards the end of this episode, I will share a little bit more with you about some things you can do to work with the eclipse energy if you choose to do so. The influence on our lives, especially children that eclipses can have, um, it's, you know, it's really dependent on the person, right? It can be both enchanting and thought provoking, just like I said, Um, and children in particular can be really deeply impacted by, you know, the magic and the mystery of events like this. And if you're talking about it or people around are talking about it, and obviously uh, this Saturday, you'll be able to see it in most places within the United States. Um, They have the power to evoke, you know, a sense of wonder, curiosity, and awe, especially in young minds, young kiddos' minds. 
And it's a really unique opportunity for them to learn about this and explore, you know, as parents and caregivers, it's really important to understand that, you know, like, let's talk about the mystery. Let's talk about this and explore it. And what questions do you have? Children specifically, because they're so open, the younger they are, the more open they are. You might notice actual effects um, on the kids, physical effects, emotional effects, especially with a solar eclipse like this. Their behaviors might be a little wacky. You know, you might hear people say, oh, it's a full moon. My kid's acting crazy. I mean, my, my kid does act crazy on full moons. I track it, you guys. I track What's going on with the lunar phases? Because both of my kids have different behaviors that come up at different times, depending on what's going on. So this is a great time for you to tune into how is it affecting my child, recognizing and addressing any fears that they might have or any anxieties that might come up, Um, even for you, any fears that come up for you, anxieties that come up for you, you know, we can really create create a supportive environment that fosters understanding and encourages a positive outlook with these sorts of wonderful things, these, you know, magical events with the universe. So really embracing the opposite of the fear mindset and be like, this is a really cool thing that's going on. And this is what, what the theme is based on these things. Let's talk about it. So like I said, Celestial events like this can have a pretty big impact on your kiddos. And as we prepare for Saturday, this solar eclipse, really, really thinking about how it might impact your kids' emotions and your behavior, or at least at the very least, just knowing that this is going on. And if you notice some, one of my friends uses the word wackadoo, and I love that. Uh, Colette, if you're listening, that's your word. Hi. Uh, wackadoo behavior. I mean, just noticing it and not making any more meaning about it other than, you know what, there's a lot going on. The light that sustains us is being blocked right now. So of course that's going to have an impact, right? So while these things, these cosmic events can be pretty awe-inspiring, they can really evoke a range of feelings in our young minds. You know, the wonder and the worry. They're just, kids are just like us. They experience a mix of emotions when when faced with things like this. So really helping them not have an undercurrent of worry. And you, if you're listening, if this is more for you than it is your kids, not not embracing the fear mindset, but really just um, being still, being in a supportive environment, talking about how you're feeling, journaling about it, um, really um, you know, addressing misconceptions. Um, a lot of kids can have misconceptions about things like this that are mysterious, Um, so really avoiding things that are, are triggering those fears and playing into like the unknown, um, but just helping them feel comforted. Some kids have fear of darkness. The, the darkness that will occur during that time might be a little alarming for kids. I don't think it's going to be anything crazy, um, but just telling them about what's happening. Like I did at the beginning of the episode, What's actually happening with the earth? What's actually happening with the sun? What What's happening that's making this go on? And, and looking at it as a, as a pretty cool thing, right? Now, for some of us, we might be experiencing the loss of control, um, really recognizing that and those feelings of powerlessness, right? We have no power over this, but we do have con- power over and control over how we show up. 
So really playing more into that, uh, allowing for verbal expressions uh, of your kiddos, how they're feeling, embracing how they're feeling, validating their feelings. If um, you follow me on Instagram, you can go back to um, some of my posts on positive discipline tips around validating feelings um, and not going towards your automatic barriers towards listening, but really, really validating, repeating what you hear, creating a space to let kids or adults or whomever share how they feel uh, during these times of heightened emotions, acknowledging any behavioral changes you might see, noticing physical symptoms of anxiety, maybe some stomach aches, headaches, or like changes in sleep patterns. That's a big one for us over here. And embracing some artistic expression. You know, kids might really like to do some storytelling or arts and crafts to talk about what's going on. I definitely um, encourage you to do that so your children can be raised and understand how they can work with things like this versus fearing them or making up stories about, um, you know, disempowering ways to view things that are very natural for us. These are rhythms of life that we can embrace. And we are energetic beings with all of this pulsing through us. So it's very, very natural. I'm normalizing it for all of you listening. And you can say this to your kids too. It is very natural and normal, quote unquote normal, that you probably feel a little funky right now. There's a lot happening. There's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing you need to do to fix yourself. It's just a time to rest and be calm and let this pass through. So this is a little bit of a shorty, but a goodie episode. I'm going to go right into kind of the closing about this, this, you know, amazing event and into 11 ways. And these are quick ways, 11 ways that you can work with a solar eclipse in Libra. And this is again from Chani. And I'll, I'll maybe share a little bit about my personal experience with each one of these or what I might recommend for you or your kiddo. Um, and I'll link this in the show notes as well. Uh, so the first one is to expect the unexpected. Definitely schedule breathing room in your calendar as a buffer against any unforeseeable events. Um, refrain from making any big decisions or launching major initiatives from the 14th to the 28th, which is eclipse season. And this energy is really volatile. And so it's really best not to start new projects during a turbulent time like this. Um, I will say, though, I am launching a program uh, that is going to take place on November 17th, and I need at least a month to enroll people. Anybody who's listening um, and you're in Southern California, please join. It'll be linked in the show notes. I would love to have you there. It's going to be super fun. Um, And so that's just an example, though, too, of like, you know what? I need to continue to live my life. I'm going to be really cognizant about these dates, and um, I can't fear the astrology in this house. We don't fear astrology. That's what Chani says. And I embrace that. Um, so I need to keep forging ahead with this, but I am going to do it cautiously and just step and tread very lightly. Um, the third one is to craft a list of the most important relationships in your life. Journal about any repetitive interpersonal patterns that you want to shift. How would your life change if you let the unhelpful dynamics go? Donate old clothes, trinkets, or other objects that don't bring you joy anymore. Free up some space for new treasures to arrive in your life. 
The next one is clean and purify your living space. Libra is a Venus ruled sign. So beautifying your immediate environment can really help you with this change in metamorphosis. So as you sweep, as you scrub, as you bless your areas, your sanctuaries, your homes, release anything in your life that's holding you back from reaching your full potential. The next one is to rest abundantly, limit your screen time, anoint yourself with oils, essential oils, meditate before bed. This can really help you to unwind. Uh, Make time to feel morning crying sessions, afternoon dates with your journal, spontaneous dance parties, parties, parties can all help um, really facilitate your emotions. Prioritize quality time with people and activities that replenish your system. Say no to everything else for now. Um, you can go to Chani's app, listen to the Astrology of the Week Ahead podcast. I love doing that every Monday morning. I do that for um, the general one that she releases to the public and then the one that you can upgrade to if you subscribe um, that is specific to your rising sign. I, I I, mean, those are like religious to me at this point. I do that every Monday. Uh, you can learn whether this eclipse is affecting your chart directly by looking at the transits in that app and seeing that for yourself or your current sky. It talks about, you know, all of this particular to you and then work with any emotions that this eclipse might bring up. Um, Use some guided meditations, use the journal prompts, use the ritual, and that will all help you to really work with this energy. And I'll say to cap it off, and this is from me personally, not necessarily from these tips, um, but I'm going to lay low. I'm going to lay low this weekend as much as possible. And one thing that I I do recommend that is maybe outside of the popular thoughts, and I'm just going to say it, but it's to not go look at the eclipse. And, you know, if you really want to go do that, you do you, absolutely. But there's something about it that doesn't feel like it should be, like we should be looking at it. And Chani talks about that a little bit more too. But for me personally, I just feel like it's a time to like let the magic of the universe do its thing and have me be in a safe space with my family or whomever and just um, not be in the presence of the sun being muted, if that makes sense. Like I just want to be with my girls and Pete, maybe, you know, inside doing a craft, baking, something calm, restful, and relaxing um, to just really, again, lay low and then just take it hour by hour over the weekend, see what comes up for me. And as a mother, which most of you listening are either a mom or a grandparent um, or an auntie, if you're around children this weekend, just holding space for them and taking care of yourself so that your energy mechanics are so um, that you're able to be a container for them because they don't necessarily have that capability yet or the understanding of what's happening to be able to regulate on their own. And of course, as always, I have many more tips about regulating your emotions, um, being able to hold space for your children on my website, on my Instagram, social media, or past podcast episodes. So I hope this was helpful and exciting during the magic of October to really understand this mystical eclipse season that's happening starting this Saturday all the way through the 28th. And I just think it's so fun and 
amazing that it's happening, you know, during this magical month of October with um, Halloween coming up and it's fall. So really just embracing it and working with it and knowing that if anything comes up for you, that that is totally to be expected and you're not alone. And I encourage you to um, look at the tools that I mentioned this podcast and reach out if you need any support. That is it for today, you guys. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, rest of your day, whenever whenever you're listening to this. Know that I am here alongside you experiencing all of this, and I just adore you, and I'm sending you so much love and so much light. I will see you next week for another episode. Bye for now. Thank you, everyone, so much for being here. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review so we can continue to bring soulful content your way each week. You can also join my community via my socials, which you can find in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.